Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. This is the place where you and your business are the stars. Now welcome your host, Lena Jones. Hey, what's up, Diamonds? This is Lena Jones here, and you're listening to another episode of the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. I am live, although I'm going to have a pre-recorded interview on the show today, I am live. So you can call, talk to me, and whatever, just call and say hello. My number to call me is 347-237-4697. That's 347-237-4697. You can call me there during the show, during the whole two hours show. It is a shoot two hours show. And mainly because I'm not here no more during the week. I don't do a, a show every day. I do a show once a week. So I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for supporting me out there on Twitter and um, on Facebook, but mainly Twitter. I thank you so much for supporting the show, for uh, constantly retweeting and showing your support in one way or the other. The main thing is to show you your support. If you don't want to follow me, I'm not big on that. You know, follow, don't follow me. But if you don't feel like listening, you can come in and listen at any time. That's the good thing about the show. You can listen to any of the uh, episodes at any time, but you support it. You support the show, and that is uh, really good when you show that support in the social networking because the show is a social networking show, and it is about us. It's about us um, in our independent businesses and um, independent artists and talents and creatives and stuff. This show is like a platform for them to come in and get some free advertisement. Only thing I ask is that you be connected with the social network in order to be on the show. Real, real simple. Again, this is Lena Jones that you're listening to, and you can contact me at any time during this uh, live <laughs> show. Today we have uh, Stephen Stack, a.k.a. That, Pool, that Boy Twitter, um, with the WB with the dollar sign. I like saying that. WB with the dollar sign. We had an interview back in June, and it was so fun. He was so down to earth. Um, and I think you'll enjoy the interview and get to know a little bit of about Clippa, if you listen to his song and you like his music, I mean, sometimes music is highly profanity. He had to clean that up a bit. And even though he cleaned it up, that's his idea, cleaning up. It For me, it could stand to be a little bit more clean in there. But that's what he liked. And he has followers that like his type of music. Uh, his style is uh, different in hip-hop. He is uh, very popular. Um, very nice young man. Uh, he loves his daughter. You should see on Facebook where he has pictures of him and his daughter postings and stuff like that. Such a good dad. Kind of wish I had a dad like that. <laughs> My dad, we won't even talk about it. I just say, Papa was Rolling Stone, put it that way. And that was his song, too. So, <laughs> not all dads. Not everybody's fortunate to have a dad like uh, like Stephen. So, shout out there, Stephen, to you and your daughter, Today, keep on being a good parent and setting a good example for young people. Just because you sing hip hop doesn't mean that you have to be fall into that uh, category that everyone has about hip hop artists. You keep uh, keeping it real and doing your thing. That's for me, Lena. Lena Jones. All right. 
so before he comes on, we got a few things that we're going to talk about today um, in the studio here. One of them is my favorite hashtags. You know how I like my hashtags and I do my hashtags. Now, have you made any hashtags yet? And if you haven't, why not? I tell you what, this is what you do. To find out how popular hashtags it, since you're not, you don't think it's anything. And if, especially if you're brand building. If you're brand building for your business, if you're brand building for yourself, <laughs> if you're brand building for anything, pretty much, um, you need to use those hashtags. And um, a good um, exercise to do is to go into Google or Bing or wherever you, whatever browser that you use your search in, and hashtag something. Hashtag, uh, Hashtag me, hashtag Lena Jones. Um, I have to tell you out there to spell exactly the right way. But I'm going to tell you, if it's not out of Chesapeake, Virginia, now anyone can go in and do a hashtag uh, Lena Jones. But if it's not out of Chesapeake, Virginia, if it's not associated with a, a, a star, a black star with a teal highlights on it or um, an avatar of a, a a woman with some sunglasses and a big old happy smile. That's not me. I have seen some Lena Jones stuff out there, and it's not me. And you won't see any pictures of me because I haven't really posted any pictures of me. So any pictures that you may think are of me are not really of me. When I get ready to post a picture, um, I guess you'll know, and I don't want to post a picture. I'm just not a picture person. I'm just, I'm just not. Some people, Some people are. And some people aren't, and I'm one of those people that's not really, it's not, because the show is really not about my face and what I look like. The show is about uh, people making it, people making it every day. So uh, I was talking about hashtags, so go in and put a hashtag on, put a hashtag, hashtag imagination, hashtag books, hashtag anything, any word that you hashtag is going to come up. You can hashtag Diamond Network, Diamond City, which brings me to my hashtag list. I got Diamond Network, I got Diamond City, I got Diamond Love, Diamond Delight, Diamond Forum. I'm just diamond all over. And the reason I use diamond, one, diamond is a popular word. Diamond is something that makes people happy. And a diamond is precious. And people are precious, no matter how you look at it. We are precious. So that's why I call my followers diamonds. So I thank you, diamonds. Thank you. And you will continue to be diamonds. So let's see. So go ahead and do the hashtag whenever you feel like a hashtag something so you can see the popularity of hashtags. And if you start using them within your um if you start using them within your social networks, you'll see that your name will be popping up. Even in my Twitter sessions when I go and say hello or mention people in my Twitters, when I say hello to the mentions that I have, I am now starting to hashtag their names. So I'm hashtagging you. <laughs> so you should be hashtagging you. And those hashtags will help you build your brand. And that's what this is all about. No matter what type of brand that you have, you can build it in a hashtag. So and on that note, I'm going to play my little favorite um, hashtag, um, <laughs> my hashtag little skit here with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake. Check it out. Hey, Justin, what's up? Not much, Jimmy. Hashtag chillin'. What's up with you? Been busy working. Hashtag rise and grind. Hashtag is it Friday yet? <laughs> hey, check it out. I brought you some cookies. 
Hashtag homemade. Hashtag oatmeal raisin. Hashtag show me the cookie. <laughs> Sweet. Hashtag don't mind if I don't. Pretty good. Hashtag get my cookie on. Hashtag I'm the real cookie monster. Hashtag no, 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 no. Delicious, right? Yeah. Hashtag I did it all for the cookie. Hashtag LOL, LOL, Hashtag classic. By the way, did you catch last week's episode of Duck Dynasty? Hashtag quack quacks. Nah, lately I've mostly been watching Netflix. Hashtag Orange is the New Black. Oh, nice. I've been watching a lot of Barney the Dinosaur. Hashtag Purple is the New Black. Hashtag I love you, you love me, we're a happy family. Hashtag I'm 38. Hashtag Dinosaurs. Hashtag How Do They Go Extinct? Hashtag Meteor. Hashtag Ice Age. Hashtag Speaking of Ice Age, I just watched Ice Age on demand the other day. Hashtag Funny. Hashtag Ray Romano. Hashtag Debra! Debra! Hey, by the way, Halloween's only like a month away. I know. I mean, do you know where you're going to be at? Hashtag life decisions. Hashtag sexy ghost. I think I'm going to go as a ninja turtle. Hashtag gotta be Raphael. Hashtag Leonardo sucks. Hashtag the turtle, not the Italian Renaissance painter. Hashtag Mona Lisa. Hashtag is she smiling? Hashtag speaking of smiling, I just saw my dentist. Hashtag bling. Hashtag dental care. Hashtag cavity free. Hashtag that's how we do. Hashtag we go hard. Hashtag and we can't stop. Hashtag we won't stop. Hashtag we run this. Hashtag true players for life. Hashtag is it worth it or let me work. It. Hashtag put my thing down, flip it, then reverse it. Hashtag Hey guys. Yeah, Quest? What's up? Hashtag shut the f up. Yeah, I like that. I think that's so cute with all the hashtag in it. And even you can hashtag shut the blank up too. <laughs> So if you haven't used your hashtags yet, you need to start using them to help build your brand and social networking, especially for those with small, minute businesses like myself. Hashtags are just the greatest thing. Um, they're like keywords without having a website. And especially if you don't have a website. If you don't have a website, you definitely want to use those hashtags because that's just like a, a keyword to your Facebook, to your Twitter to your Google Plus, even to your Instagram. So definitely do the um, hash brown, hash brown, <laughs> hashtag thing, okay? You can uh, you can get in contact with me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on uh, Stage 32 and Pinterest, um, Google Plus, under Lena Jones, L-I-N-A-J-O-N-E-S. And check out my new Twitter site, which I have one new follower this week. And I wanted to give a shout out to that one new follower. So uh, I'm going to get, I thought I wrote down the name, but I guess I didn't. I have to go back and write down his name and to give him a shout out for joining me on my Lena Jones Diamond Network Twitter account. Thanks so much. So now I am going to go into a song and then I go back. When I come back, we'll talk about something else, get something else started here. So uh, let's listen to, I have to stop saying so. So every time I say so, somebody needs to tweet me and say, stop saying so. And uh, that'll stop me from uh, <laughs> saying it so much. We're going to listen to Norma Jean Angel with her song, Love Sweet. This is a nice tune that you can dance with. Uh, Sweetie Pie is going to play that for me, and I will be back right afterwards. I'm 
Hello, that was Norma Jean Angel in Love, Sweet Love. That's a nice tune. That's a nice dance song. <laughs> if you like dancing for long periods of time, which I used to. Now I don't anymore. Now I don't dance as, as long as I used to. But um, to go on with the show, we were going to talk about voting today. Um, how important is, is it for you to vote? Everyone knows that in the U.S., the Senate vote goes in tomorrow. You have to pick someone to that, that's going to help run this country. And the thing about it is that, you know, it, it's difficult because you want, to, you want to pick the right person, but none of them do what they're supposed to do when you go into office. So it's uh, it's difficult to do it. I just want to say that Sweetie Pie is having some technical difficulties today. She has she is on another system actually. Um, one of my systems went down, of course, back to uh, Best Buy Geek Support. You know, um, shout out to them. Use that one year, two year technical support because if you work with as many computers as I work with. You know, they just don't work right. So between the computers, between the Skype, you know, there's technical difficulties. And I can't just say it's Internet because even if a tower goes down uh, at a regular studio, the radio show was out, um, they just are probably more prepared for it than I am. <laughs> okay. So uh, tomorrow is vote day, and we get to pick some senators to go in there. I think we picked one. So let me tell you what a senator does, because I was kind of uh, a little bit confused, like, okay, what is it that a senator actually do? What is it that the senator does to help you pick? And for those of you who say that I'm, I'm not voting, I don't vote, that's not the best way to to help this problem, because if you don't vote, you really, really don't have a voice. And that's true when it comes to things like that. So you have to make that voice Voice, make your voice known, and the best way to make your voice known is through voting. Um, will it get better? I hope so. I hope the voting and all of this stuff gets a little bit better or a lot better, 100%, but we'll see. So let's see. I have a description of a senator, okay? Just for those of us who are kind of confused as to what the Senate really does, because with with the way things go, you just wonder what are they doing? What are their jobs supposed to be? So let's see. This is the job description of a senator. A U.S. senator is an elect member of Congress, which was established in Article One, Section One of the Constitution on September seventeenth, seventeen eighty seven. So now you know when the uh, <laughs> Constitution was there, seventeen September seventeenth. Of 1787, the House of Representatives and the Senate make up Congress, okay? So if you didn't know who Congress was, now you know. Congress is made up of the House of Representatives and the Senate. Members of both groups are elected by the people in their home state. So each different state has two or three or four people that's running for Senate, no matter where you are. They have different people that are running. No, they don't. <laughs> They have the same people that are running for Senate. See, I was just seeing if you were paying attention. Okay, the same people that are running for Senate. Each state elects two individuals to serve in the Senate. The number of people elected to the House depends on the population of the state. 
A U.S. senator serves six years term. Wow, they serve more than the president. They write and vote on laws in the Capitol. So that's what they supposed to be doing, writing and voting on laws in the Capitol. That's what they're supposed to be doing. So that you're voting for the person that's going to go in there and write laws that are for the people, <laughs> by the people in, in the Capitol. Okay. The U.S. Senator must be 30 years old. These are the criteria. You must be at least 30 years old, be a citizen for at least nine years, and must inhabit the state that you want to represent. Means you must live there. Although U.S. senators are not required to have an education for election, did you know that? I didn't know that. U.S. senators usually have advanced degrees in law or political science. You know, that's really interesting how you don't have to have an education for election um, to be a part of the Senate. But most of them do. Most of them have, you know, advanced degrees, like they said, in political science, which helps you get in there. Being we are such an educational um, state, region, you know, the U.S. is. Now, you don't have to have an education for election. I just want to say this: that maybe we should hire someone. We should vote for someone that doesn't have an education maybe they could do a better job, okay? Except for all these, we hire all these people with these degrees, and and this is what we get in the result in the U.S. Okay, it says U.S. senators work part of the year in Washington, D.C., and part of the year in their home state, okay? When in Washington, they work in one of three buildings, the Russell Senate office, the Dirksen Senate Office Building, and the Hart Senate Office Building. That's where they work at in one of the three buildings. So one of those three buildings, you should be able to find your senator. In, the, in 2009, U.S. senators earned an annual salary of $174,000 a year. Now, you can earn that without an education because according to this site, that's what it says. It says that you don't have to edu have an education. So imagine you don't have to have an education to earn $174,000 per year. Only thing you need is enough votes for the people and have a will to go in there and do right what that any of them are not doing in there. So, and it doesn't really matter, like, who do you vote to get in there? It doesn't really matter because it's like when they're in there, they're not. They don't do what they're supposed to do. I mean, and I I understand why people say I don't want to vote or I'm not voting and this and that. But voting is what built this country, and unfortunately, we have to vote in order to try to change things, and we just have to continue to do it. And for women, women and minorities, we weren't allowed to vote. So you know, these are they they are. Graves, we're walking on graves of dead people that have fought to give us this right. And that's that would be a very ill disrespect to them if we did not take that opportunity to go and vote. So I'm going to send this out. It's a job description of a Senate. And I am going to copy this, and I'm going to put this out on my Twitter in case you want to read it. Um, let's see, job description. <laughs> Um, I'll send it out on uh, as soon as I play another song. I'll send it out. But uh, 
I'm talking to you right now, so I can't talk and type at the same time. Okay. So let's see. I have reasons why you should vote. Okay. These are 10 reasons why you should vote. And this is a, on a PDF form. Okay. It says, voting is a way to speak your mind and let your voice be heard. You have so many people that complain about the government um, and what it's doing, but if you don't vote, you're really not helping the situation. You really, you really aren't. You're just bitching. Nobody wants to hear you bitch. You know, you and if some of the same people are bitching. You ask them, "Did you vote?" No, I didn't vote. I'm not voting for this someone. So okay, well then hush, because we can't change anything. And even though the people who are going up there are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, one of these days we're going to get it right, or we're going to change this whole system completely. It's either we're going to get it right or the whole system has to change. Dump it and let's go for another one. So voting is a way to speak your mind and let your voice be heard. So don't neglect voting. Go and vote. I mean, hell no, things are not right. Things are not the way it should be. Everything could be changed, but you have to vote in order to get That's the only way. There's no other other, other way. So um, one voice, number two, one voice, one vote really does count. Okay, you have to get your family members involved. Um, you have to vote for what you believe in. If go look up and see what these two constituents are doing. Well, it's actually three. We have Mark Warner, who's a Democrat, and we have Ed Gillespie, who's a Republican, and we have Robert Sarvis, who is a Libertarian. So there's three of them that you need to look up and find out what you know. Um, what their purpose is, you know, what what is it they're bringing to the Senate? Because the only thing you hear is smear campaigns. You hear the bad, the bad. And if we listen to the commercials, all of them are bad. <laughs> it's not one of them that's honest. So in order to find out the real issues, and if you miss the debates and stuff, you don't keep up with, with that, you have to Google their names. Find out what their purpose is. What is it they want to do besides make $174,000 a year um, to be in um, to be a senator? So that's number two. Number three, our children are depending on us to represent their voices too. And that is so true. If you don't vote for, for yourself, vote for your children. Teach them how to have a voice because if you don't, you're going to have a bunch of bitching and complaining children coming up and not voting because they weren't raised to vote. And that's really not going to solve anything. And I know um, people think it is, but it doesn't. It solves things by law. It has to be law. And I know that the U.S. is not getting it right, but we have to change it. And the only way we can try and change it is by law. So so don't let your kids hear you talking about you're not voting because they grow up and this, this thing stay in their mind. Kids tend to absorb. They're like sponges, and they absorb this thing. You know, when you're sitting back and you're gossiping about, you know, the girlfriend or whatever, um, and they go back and they tell because your kids, your kids have, you have said it in front of your kids and your kids go back and say it in front of them. This is how kids learn and they listen. So remember to make sure that your kids voted. Once my kids turned 18, I made sure that they were able to vote. 
they have a voters card, whether they do it or not, I can get behind them and talk to them blue in the face. And you guys all know that with children, that they're going to do what they want to do anyway, because we did what we wanted to do. But, you know, you have to implant, plant that seed in them, because one day they're going to get it. And one day they're going to use that card and be appreciative that they went and got a voter's, voter's uh, registration card. So uh, number three, uh, children are dependent. Oh, we did that one. Okay. Voting changes communities. Okay. Now, do you ever wonder why one community gets passed over for things that they need? If you're in a um, a community where the, they're considered lower class and they look and say, well, this city gets this and this city gets that, you know, this city gets a new playground. How come we don't have anything? Um, <laughs> why another seem to get it all? Um, one big reason is because of voting. When we vote, we can change results that you can actually see. So you can actually see the difference in the things that you uh, voted for. If you have a city that, that doesn't vote when they check the uh, voters' um, stats and they see that, okay, uh, say Norfolk doesn't vote, but Chesapeake does, Chesapeake is going to get some things done because they want you to keep voting for them, and they will do things to uh, encourage you to vote. So those are one reasons why if you have community, you want to build up your community, go out there, door knock, get those people out there to vote. Uh, a lot of the African Americans, including myself, voted for Obama because it was the first time there was a black man in history in office. I have to say, I'm not 100% on what he's done. Um, we, you know, we were able to accomplish that, but getting a black man in there, but everything he's done, I'm not 100% on. But neither was I 100% on Bush. And, you know, I, it just is not even a subject that I want to get on because it just, it's just too deep. And, um, okay, um, so voting does change communities. That's number four. Uh, number five. This thing says 10 reasons. I don't see 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I see 7. <laughs> 7. Oh, these are top reasons. It didn't. This is not the one that says 10. This is the one that says top reason. Voting to vote to affect change, okay? Um, it was thought it was, it was through elections that we voted in officials who were champions for civil rights. Uh, voting is your chance to make a difference in your own lives within the world. So you definitely want to do that. I don't want to elaborate too much because I am on timing. Um, it does change. It does affect change. You want that affected vote. Believe it or not, the next one says, believe it or not, voting is a way of honoring your history. And it is. It is a way to honor your history because there was a whole bunch of people who uh, the immigrants, the United States have let so many different immigrants in. And one thing that gets me about the immigrants that come in here, and especially when they look down on either the poor, the minority, the black, the Hispanic, um, even some Asians who are not, uh, 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 not in a certain bracket, what they don't realize is that the only reason that they are able to do the things they're doing is because of those minorities back that went out there and fought to have that right. Because 
understand one thing about American history. The the Indians were here first, yes, but when the white man came over and the Ku Klux Klan and stuff was formed and all that, the thing about it, they didn't like anybody. They didn't like (laughs) um, Hispanic, Black, Asian, Iranian, nothing. Aryan nation is just that, Aryan nation, pure white blood. So you come in, when you come over here to the country that you're getting all these opportunities at, and you look down on other people, you have to realize why your ancestors were in your country doing whatever they do. Our ancestors were here fighting for that right, for that right, not only for me and you, not only for women, they wouldn't even let their own women vote. You know, it was just, it was really, it was really bad. So before you get up on your high horse and feel like just because you have money that you can relate, um, that doesn't mean anything. It's a whole bunch of people who have died to give you that opportunity. And a lot of them was in the civil rights movement. Check out the civil rights movement. Know the history of the country that you're living in. And be aware of the things that are around you. I mean, you have to you have to have genuine love. I have genuine love for all people. It doesn't matter. But I know that it's because of backs and graves that have made that walk and, and deaths, you know, that all this stuff that has came to help me be in a position that I that I am in today. Because it, a lot of a lot of things changed and you know, so if it wasn't for that, you we wouldn't be here. And I just it really it bothers me to see a minority of any race, even um uh, uh Caucasian, white, poor, it does that bothers me because they did not accept their own people. And I mean, look into the history. You had to be, and, and a lot of the, the, the clansmen and stuff, they weren't exactly rich and exactly smart. But that's a part, that's all a part of American history. It is all a part of American history. And for, for newcomers coming here from foreign uh, countries, I, I just say, you know, don't, don't, don't belittle uh, a minority or someone who is not of your race because uh, if it was left up, to the clan, you wouldn't even be accepted. No matter how much money you had, your skin wasn't the right color. We all bleed red. That's all I'm saying. We all bleed red. So definitely go out there and make uh, make sure your vote is heard. And last but not least, because it gives you credibility. Oftentimes we voice our concerns to elected officials, but we aren't voting. Our concerns may not matter to them at all. Voting can actually give you credibility to make concerns and top priority for legislators. Now, that is, you can go and and talk to your senator and and all this sort of stuff and complain. You know what they're going to ask you if you voted. And if you didn't vote, the only thing they have to do is find out. They have a database that put your name in it, and they'll find out whether you whether you're a voter or not. And if you're not a voter, they don't care. They don't care what you say. They don't. Why should they? You don't even care enough to go out and vote. But if they see that you're a voter and see that you have voted on every election, you know what? They're going to stand up and take a, 
take our notice to you. They're going to stand up and pay attention to the things that you say. You know, but you have to be a registered voter in order to get that attention. So those are uh, those are some top reasons why. And I also have a top ten list. Not going to be able to have time to go over there. It 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 lists um, top ten reasons to register and vote. And on that page, it also says top ten reasons why young people should vote. And that's true. A lot of young people should vote because, you know, we have served our time. <laughs> You guys are the ones that's going to be up there, the 18, the 20s, and the early 30s, and stuff like that. You're gonna, you're gonna be the ones that this is your generation coming up. You have to care enough to know what's going on because what's going to happen, stuff just ain't gonna go right, and y'all are gonna be complaining and bitching and complaining. But hey, you're not gonna be able to blame nobody else, but because you didn't get out there and vote. So go out there and vote. Um, it also uh, gives 10 lame excuses why people don't vote, and um, it has a section on ways you can cast your vote if you're under 18. You can do that as well. So those are good, and I'm going to go ahead and tweet that out to uh, to my listeners on my Lena Jones Diamond Network show Twitter account. And remember, tomorrow is the vote, is the uh, vote, uh, you go out and vote. I'm going to go in and cast my vote. Who I'm going to vote for, I really don't know, but I'm definitely going to vote. Um, look up uh, Mike Warner. He's the Democrat. Ed Gillespie. He's the Republican. And Robert Sarvis. He is the Libertarian. So look them up. And um, I'm going to post their names, too, on Twitter. So look them up and go out there and decide which of the three lesser evils that you want to vote for, okay? So, and on that note, we're going to go to another song. We're going to hear uh, T.J. Praise and his inspirational message. Um, I think it's uh, time to fly. Go ahead, sweetie. Pie, it's in defeat that we constantly walk with our heads down. It's when we receive victory that we praise him with our hands lifted up. But it's during those moments of worship when we're ready to receive something new that we stretch our hands out. And we learn to fly. It's time to fly, everybody. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's get it. No more cheap thrills. I don't want another fall. No more taking penalties because of many false calls. Touch the ground many times. I want to touch the sky. I won't walk, won't fall. Now it's time to fly. Come on. No more cheap thrills. I don't want another fall. No more taking penalties because of many false calls. Touch the ground many times. I want to touch the sky. I won't walk, won't crawl. Now it's time to fly. The best way to prove faith is simply taking the leap. To be above, not beneath. Keep me off my feet. I'm throwing different words now because I'm willing to reap. The Holy Spirit full of fire got me feeling the heat. No, I can't sit still because it's moving my phone. I'm unashamed in my dance like I'm grooving alone. I'm never going to give God praise if I do it alone. He's going to be my power source before I pick up the phone. Working 12 hour days, he would keep me awake. Would give me strength to push through when I would skip on the break. Then it was more work, coma, I didn't think I could take. But when it's yoke on my life, I could carry the weight. My life has brought many tests that have brought me stress. But with the praise on my lips, I could break. The press. I keep my eyes to the hills, put my problems to rest. And now I prophesy for many in my days of success. 
Yeah, the one cheese thrills, I don't want another fall. No more taking penalties because of many false calls. Touch the ground many times, I want to touch the sky. I won't walk, won't fall, now it's time to fly. No more cheese thrills, I don't want another fall. No more taking penalties because of many false calls. Touch the ground many times, I want to touch the sky. I won't walk, won't fall, now it's time to fly. Everybody close your eyes, say time to fly. Keep your hands stretched out, tell the world goodbye. He'll take you to a greater level with the greatest supply. Just keep your cans at ground zero, people give it a try. Everybody close your eyes, say time to fly. Keep your hands stretched out, tell the world goodbye. He'll take you to a greater level with the greatest supply. Just keep your cans at ground zero, people give it a try. When the land gets dry, you don't want to dwell in it. Past still making calls, but you know you failed in it. Can't take what you see. Close your eyes one minute. Thank God for your future in advance. Stepping in it, not talking like you used to. Walking like you used to. Living in a new life, not like you used to. Wings spread, taking flight. No more sitting every night. Flying and get promising. Problems out of far sight. Thank God for the transition. This is what you prayed for. Broken from the world to make it. This is what you're made for. Man says we can't fly. God says to mount it up, blessing in your reach now, you just gotta round it up, more than you can hold, when you put your name on it, just remain a good steward, so you'll keep it plain on it, greater windows up in heaven, so you gotta aim half, stop looking where you walk, look up, just fly,
theater. If you are one of those creative types, you need to be on stage32.com. Go ahead to stage32.com and give your um and register, register, and go in there and say hello into the lounge. And you, they have all types of things that you can share on the, the wall. You can share the lounge posts. You can share job uh, posting. Now, if you are looking for jobs in that industry and you live in a particular state, uh, go ahead in there and do a search on your job market. Now, there may not be anything in there. Like I did a search for Chesapeake and uh, Virginia Beach. Nothing came up. But when I did a search on Los Angeles, all types of things came up. Um, so if you're in that, that West Coast area, and I'm quite sure it's more than just the West Coast in there, but those are the only two that I went on and uh, did my uh, search on for job postings, but these are job postings in the industry that you're looking for. It is one of the largest social networks for creative types and talents. So if if you're into that, you need to be on the Stage 32. And I say these things, and I don't get paid to say them, but because I'm about social networking and know that social networking is a way to get where you need to go, and um, as especially starting out in whatever it is you're doing. And if you don't believe that, watch shows like Shark Tank, um, which is one of which is one of my favorite shows. I watch Shark Tank because it tells me about um it tells me about uh it tells me about uh how many people you can get to follow you or buy your products just off of social networking alone. So check it out. Check out the uh uh, com. They even have meet and greets. You can find out about them and they have education and acting classes and all those that sort of stuff. So if you are into doing that or you're looking to get into doing that line of work, definitely go and be a member of Stage32.com and you can find me there. I am at Lena Jones. So we're going to go into our interview with uh, Stephen Steck, a.k.a. Uh, that Boy Clippa. It is a recorded, pre-recorded interview, so hopefully you enjoy it. And I'll be back with you. You're listening to the Lena Jones Diamond Network Show. Hello. Hello. Hey, Stephen. How you doing? Good. Yourself? I'm good. You're 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 you are live. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're live and What's you're up, on air. <laughs> Go ahead, give you a little, give you a shout out. Say, give a what up to who you oh, man. Give a what um, up to. Go ahead. Well, me, I mean, I'll get a shout out to the hundreds, Chris, Brandon, DJ Cardinal, my guy Jordan. Um, let me get a shout out to Jay Kelly, all my Facebook fans there. Facebook rocks with me heavy. Uh, Twitter, too, and I definitely want to give a shout out to Lena, though, for sure. Oh, he's so sweet. So uh, you are as sweet on, on the phone as you are in the email. <laughs> yeah, I'm me. Hey, hey. I mean, I'm me. So. That's good. So, tell us a little bit about you know what got you started in the hip hop, and I mean, did you did you come from you know the streets and went into hip hop? Give us an idea what what got you started. What what inspired you to go into hip hop rap? Um, well, me. I mean, I grew up with uh, no dad, and I, I lived with a single mom with a brother. And um, she was always gone, so I was always by myself. Well, I mean, I had my brother, but um, me, I mean, I was always taught just to be on my own. And 
Uh, and then my grandma's also helped out a lot. And then uh, my mom passed away when I was 12. So from the time I was with her, since I can remember about five or six, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, I've been there. I've done that. Uh, like I said, she passed away when I was 12 with lupus. Uh, music was my outturn after getting into trouble a couple times that I really wish I wouldn't have. And I'm glad I learned my lesson young rather than now because I have a daughter to look after. Um, oh. Everything just seemed uh, kind of to play uh, played its own role. And I took the cards and I played the hand I was dealt. Okay. I mean, that was the, that was quick and to the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So, you know, um, how old were you when you said your mom passed away? I was 12. 12. Okay. 12 years old. I had that in common. I lost my mom at three months old. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. So I never knew her. She died from a kidney failure. So, right. Yeah, and I have a yeah. daughter who has lupus. Oh so, yeah, lupus. Yeah, yeah, lupus is something. Yeah, I have a daughter who has lupus. Uh, lupus is something I also want to like do a foundation for, so that way I can give money back. Um, because lupus is something that's very underrated, and that's and that is actually hurting a lot of people too. Yeah, because you know, even when my daughter was diagnosed with it. For one thing, I had difficulty believing it, you know, for one. And two, the research I was doing to find out about lupus and how did they they, uh, get it, and it was uh, genealogy, you know, have something to do with your genes. And even going back asking grandmas and, you know, um, great aunts and stuff, who had lupus? Because I don't know anyone who had lupus in my family. And um, even my grandmother didn't know, you know, she was just like, well, uh, you know, maybe a great-great cousin on another side had it years ago, and and she's in her, uh, she's almost 90-something years old, you know. So it was was difficult, and it's difficult to to see what it's taken my daughter through, you know. Right, right. It's painful, and, and, and it hurts to see this to see this happen to your child. So but I'm not gonna talk about oh, yeah. that because I'm sensitive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, trust me. I know me because that I mean that is why as soon as you said what made you want to do music, you know, that's why I just got to the point because that stuff's a little bit touchy though. But I mean Yeah. yeah. But I mean that does I mean that does make who you are, but you know, that is exactly what the music's for though, you know, so Yeah. You you have to find you know, I find that when you when you deal with certain tra- tragedies in your life and you lose people who are really close to you, you think that there's something more, there has to be something more to your life. That's my yeah, logic. Right, right. Because yep. my mom, she um, she sacrificed her life for mine. She wasn't right. supposed to have me. And she went on to have me anyway. And, right. and it took her out. It took her out. So... My thing is that when you have someone to make that type of sacrifice for you, to give their life for you, there, I mean, yep. how many people do you know that's going to lay down their life for you? You know, so your life has, to me, it just made me feel like your life has to be something more. There has to be right. something more to it than just living. <laughs> and also, that is crazy because my mom also didn't find out she had lupus until – my brother was born, which was in '96. So my brother also and they had tell you not to have kids with lupus. 
Yeah. They yep. said that's a risk yep. when you have yep. uh, when risk. you have lupus. It's it's a risk. It's a bad risk with having kids. That could take you yep. out because it plays yep. so much on your. Yep. Hello? And she, hello, I'm still here. That's my okay, Skype. Okay, sorry, yeah, my phone was cutting out. Oh, that's sorry. <laughs> and that, Skype is acting up today. I don't know what's wrong with Skype. And every time I send in a complaint, they say they're going to look after it. But uh, this oh, is no. what I... I okay. Well, my show is called the uh, uh, Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will happen, so <laughs> that was it. So, but uh, I don't want to go ahead and make the show about lupus and things of that sort. But, you know, just going back to what you were saying about being inspired to do something, it inspires you to do something more with your life than just, right. you know, every day. Mine was, you know, um, helping people, you know, and I've always been doing something, either in volunteer, feeding the homeless, doing something. I've always done something to give back. And this right here show is just another another platform that I found to give back to people like right. yourself, other uh, indie artists um, out there. So um, your music, I had played it for uh, on one of my shows for uh, Brahma Bull Promotions. Now, and she's come from a generation of uh, promoters and stuff. Right, okay. So she really just caught on to your, to your uh, sound. He really liked your song. <laughs> good, good. So, oh, and yeah. and and I also want to give a shout out to DJ Barama, and because I went online, saw my couple songs on the sites that he's on. You know, I just want to give a big shout out to that dude. Um, I mean, I haven't officially met him yet, but that's I want to give him a big about. shout out. Yeah, and I also want to get his about. email and phone number ASAP, though, as soon as uh-huh. possible. I, I yeah, as soon you as possible. That? You need that. Yes. I give that. I give yeah. that yeah. to you. Um, yeah, yeah, that's who I, I sent your information over to him because he yeah, really likes yeah. yourself. Uh, matter of fact, me and him are getting ready to go on a collaboration. We're going to have a show that dedicated yeah, yeah. to just um, indie artists and things of that sort because there is a yeah. there is a big uh, demand, and um, you guys are definitely reliable as far as, you know, um, doing your promotions and, you know, showing up and things of that sort, you know. When you're right, hungry... Right. When you're hungry, you're going to do. You're gonna go get you're it. Gonna, yeah. That's it. You're gonna go get it. Like, <laughs> hey, because I, I was telling a couple of my friends the other day. I was like, Lena gives you the resources, but I mean, if you want to take them, then you can take them. If not, then she's gonna move on to the next one, and you've lost your chance. So. That's it. You know, and that that's yep. it. That's all. That's all I. You know, I'm giving you something for free. It's like I said with the music today. Like, I get a lot of different people that send me um, their music in my email. But, you know, and I I write to them. I say, look, you know, you need to, I can't just put you out there because I have to protect both of us. You know, I put, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. put them out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, oh, and also, I, and I'm sorry, but I might do this throughout the whole thing, but I also want to give a shout-out to Ice Tight, too, because he did follow me on Twitter, and I followed him back. I'm going to give a shout-out to Ice Tight. <laughs> okay. Sure. Oh, Tally? Yeah, Tally, he's a... Uh, yeah. He's really good with the uh, music thing. So what was the first, um, um, I want to get into a couple of things with you since we have the time because my other guests uh, uh, canceled on me. So uh, okay, no I, have, I do have that time that I can uh, give. So 
Before, I want to ask about this hip-hop rap and the derogatory things with women. I want to get to that, but, you know, we have time to, to get okay, on that. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, what what was the first uh, song, like, growing up? What were your inspirations? You know, were you Tupac, Biggie? Uh, well, me, honestly, crazily, um, when I was young, I mean, I didn't really listen to music, but I did because my mom was always in the car riding to it, you know, because that's when Tupac was out, Biggie, Whitney Houston, Tina Turner, you know, um, uh, so me, I mean, I just kind of enjoyed music from my mom. So anything my mom listened to, I kind of just went with. And at first, I um, I actually became a, or became a fan of hip hop when I was maybe about like nine, ten. I'm, you know, I probably say eleven to be safe. You know, kind of before my mom passed away, because I find out what kind of person I was on my own. You know, um, but um, I mean, I'll I'll probably say the very first song though ever would probably be Tupac though, because that is who she really listened to a lot though. Tupac a lot. Did you get a lot? Did you get any uh, slack as a white boy? Because I tell you, I didn't know you were white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, did, I know, I didn't yeah, know actually. When I saw, because when I saw you, I saw a uh, SoundCloud. You know, SoundCloud, yeah. you're kind of facing a building with your name yeah. on it, so you can't yeah. really yeah. see until you know oh, you took yeah. me the pictures. <laughs> so yeah, mean, actually, you, um, actually, I mean, I do honestly get that a lot, you know, but. Uh, I mean, you know, but it is what it is, though. You know, but it's also from where I'm from, and I got to give a shout-out to Fort Wayne, Indiana. I mean, I love my city. There's a lot of stuff that goes down here. People say it's lame. Well, no, it's not. Y'all just lame. Um, I love my city. Uh, it, I mean, times may be tough here, but, you know, but that's, I mean, but that's the world, though, you know, so. Yeah, you got to hang in there to where, where you came from. You got to know where yep. you came from in order to know where you're going, so. Right. As far as me, I was born in Newark, New Jersey. I was born in the heart of the ghetto. So I okay. grew up there. So, you know, I grew up with uh, 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 listening to, uh, what was that, the first rap hit, hop, the hibbit, the hibbit to the hit, hip hop. You know, that was, <laughs> that was it when it came, you know, New Jack Swing and, and all that, going over to New York, you know, partying over there and, in different places and stuff like that. So you got to know where your roots came from in order to know where you're going. And that's a good thing that you're grounded. You're grounded yep. in where, where you're at, and, you know, and you give that shout-out to your um, your city no matter what people think about it. Because you know what? There's no perfect city. There's no perfect city. I've lived no in the suburbs. <laughs> yes. For the majority of my life, and you know that every time – I've lived in the suburbs and went down at least three or four blocks. I saw a ghetto. So there's no perfect city. There, there, there's right, nothing right. perfect out there. And the same people who are in the suburbs are the ones that are buying drugs in the inner city. Amen. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, yeah. <laughs> Just putting it out there, you know, keeping it real and putting it out there. So, um, so let's see. So you, so you said you grew up listening to your mom. Um, play some of that. So was, were Tupac and them some of your favorite singers? Yeah, I mean, me, I mean, I was a fan of Tupac and Biggie when I was growing up on my own, but I also listened to a lot of Little Flip when I was growing up, too. Um, I did some T.I., 50 Cent. Uh, actually, the very first CD I ever, ever bought, like, on my own, so I can say that this might as well be what made me want to do it. Uh, I bought 50 Cent CD, I guess, who's back, and I was back, like, when I was, like, 12, I think, or 13. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, 
Tupac, I mean, I mean, it's, uh, even if Tupac was alive still, the game probably won't be the same. So, mm-hmm. I mean, his uh, music is an art, and it'll never be matched. Okay. So if you had a choice to go into any type of any different genre, what what would be one you would? Uh, of course, you can go anywhere you want to, but I'm just saying if you if it wasn't hip hop, what else would it be? Uh, me, I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind probably. Oh, I don't know. It's a tough question, though. I don't know. Come on, little <laughs> brother's a drummer, so I, I mean, I wouldn't mind learning like a keyboard or a guitar okay. or like an electric guitar okay. or something like that. Do you like rock? What am I, man? Do you like Sorry, rock? What? Do you like rock? Rock. Uh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, I like all kinds of music. No music gets disrespected from me. Um, I mean, I listen to it. Um, I may have my opinion on it, but I don't really have anything against any type of music. And kind of weirdly, I'm a fan of Jake Owen. Um, that's country. I'm not sure if you ever heard of Jake Owen, but oh, I love uh, country. I'm a fan of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love. I'm I'm just a lover of all different types of music. I have uh, I've been listening to uh, uh, I have a Hispanic, two Hispanics that I'm um, going back and forth with on getting their music on the show. <laughs> and you know because it's really good. And I just got a um, a CD from. A, is it in uh, Spanish? Or I mean, is it in it's a... Spanish? Some of it's oh, okay. English. Some of it's Spanish. Okay. One of them is, um, I think it's all Spanish. The other one, it starts out with Spanish, but then they go into some English part. It's more like an R&B type thing, and it's nice. And right. I just got a CD from, um, um, an actually a gospel rap CD from um, a okay. very, very, very newcomer called uh, TJ, TJ Prey. I mean, he don't even have a YouTube up yet. So, you know, okay. he was just talking, and he got his, his stuff on there. And uh, um, so I was listening to him. He hit his gospel rap. And so I, I don't have a particular genre. So it looks like we got a call on the line. I'm going to go ahead okay. and let the caller on. Okay. Okay. Hello? Hello, caller? Hello? Caller? Uh, is, this, uh, is there a clip of there? Oh, uh, what's yeah. up? Who's this? Uh, lo- Yo, it's good, buddy. It's uh, Oreo. Oh, what's good, man? Fuck off, bro. I'm just at uh, work, working hard. Thank Thought you. I'd Thank you for calling, man. Thank you for You're calling. making big moves, bro. You're making big moves. Thanks, bro. Moves. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Once, Thanks, once you make it, once you make it, you got to fly me out there, eh? Oh, yeah, man. All day, man. There you go. <laughs> I'll hop on the record label, all right, buddy? All right, man. All right, stay safe. Wow. Wow, that was some love. Huh? Uh, yeah, that was love. Well. Salute. That was love. Well. That was love. Well. Now you said you have a um uh, a CD coming out with um what what's his name? Gotta look at my notes. I have so many different notes. When I when I did the Diamond Delight. And I had played everyone music, and I asked about what was what was happening with you, with the different artists, and coming up. And yours was um, a CD with Little Flip. Oh yes, Little yes, yes. Little Actually, Flip. my album is looking to drop in August, but due to the four co- uh, collaborations I will have, uh, my album will be called Just Know I'm Here. So everybody knows I'm here. I know y'all hear me now. So, but just know I'm here. <laughs> 
Um, it will feature Little Fliff, Mickey Fax, uh, Young Spitz, uh, Ed Money, um, I'll, and there's a few more. Uh, but, yeah, but the album will be nice, ready to go, um, just as long as the collabs go through, because I know Little Fliff's busy down in Texas and stuff. Um, I do talk to his manager. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking to get that ready off, and I do have the album cover album cover for it yet, but I haven't released the album cover for it yet, and I'm looking to get a, like, a, a lot of likes on Facebook, so y'all better get those to me. And, um, I, I couldn't find you on Facebook. I, mean, I couldn't find oh, you on well, Facebook. It, I, I looked for you. I couldn't find you. It is uh, Steven, that boy in the middle, and then Clipper. Oh, so Steven, you know? that boy. So anybody listening, if you don't know me or we ain't friends on Facebook, search me. Steven with a V. Space, that boy, one word, space, Clipper, C-L-I-P-P-A. Okay, see, now, y'all, now you guys can find them because I couldn't find them either. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> think you were on Facebook. I'm like, he got to have a Facebook. Oh, yeah, I'm on Facebook, <laughs> man. Shout out again to my Facebook fan because I bet you I call her Hermie for Facebook. Shout out, man. Uh-huh. Out. That's so nice. It's always good when uh, people call in to uh, show your support. So it sounds yeah. like you're you're moving, you know. Yeah, I mean here, I mean here in town. I mean I've done a lot of shows locally, um, and this year and next year I'm focused on getting more branched out. And I'm also doing an interview in Atlanta on Hot Block Radio. Uh, shout out to them as well. I'm doing an interview with them in a couple weeks. Uh, we have that set up, um, and I'm actually looking forward to that too because that's in a big city. There's a lot of people that actually uh, mess around with their movement. Um, they have a magazine, and I'm looking forward to getting into that. But I mean, but I do got to take it one step at a time. Like I, mean, I can't force nothing, so I got to yeah. take it as it Yeah, take it as it comes and enjoy every moment of it because these are the times when you know when you're climbing that ladder that you you look back at these small times. You know, the the, the little yeah. people that you you know what went on with, and that that sounds just great. Uh, you moving forward because the, I mean. Because to me, because the struggle is is when you're by yourself, you ain't doing nothing, and you think you got this talent and this talent, and you can make this money and get this money, but yet you're just sitting there doing nothing. So why just sit there if you can do it and just do it? Kind of like you said, and I mean, you just can't leave the opportunity laying there, you know. That's right. I mean, that's you just my to, view. I mean. You have to take hold of every, every opportunity, and social network gives people the biggest break. I mean, social net, there has been so many people that have made it successful off of social networking. And the good thing about it, it's free. You know, it yeah, doesn't cost anything. You just have to be get out there and, and, and do something. You know, it, yeah. it kind of bothers me when I talk to people and I talk to companies and they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, I just need to. Know, let more people know and stuff like that. And I said, well, what, you know, what you doing? Where you at? You know, are you using social network? Well, no. Well, I got a LinkedIn. Okay, LinkedIn. I'm not knocking LinkedIn because there's a lot of connections on there, but these are mainly corporate connections. I do promotions right. out of LinkedIn, and I do it uh, basically to for the uh, corporate uh, listeners. You know, they're at right. work it's around this time. I know when I was in the corporate America, about 3 o'clock is my uh, sleep time. <laughs> I get sleepy, you know, so they can download and listen and things of that sort. You know, so I put it out there for them. And then, of course, 
It may be some of them looking to leave their jobs and get into, you know, uh, rap or uh, a business, whatever it is they want to do. And so hopefully my people that come on can give them advice and, you know, uh, steer them where to go from there. And that's what LinkedIn is. But if you really want to get into the hard guts of social networking, you need to be with the main sites. You need to be with Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Those are the three main sites. Um, if you're looking for work and uh, want to put yourself out there career-wise, uh, LinkedIn is always good to be in. I'm not knocking any of them, but if you want to um, the guts of it, you got to get into with those three different ones there. So um, now people who might be looking to get into the uh, to rap, hip-hop rap, what what kind of advice would you give to them? Um, my advice to them would be make sure you have everything you need, let's include your computer, mic, a producer who's a friend or a producer you found online and you bought 10 beats from and whatnot. Make sure everything you have first. Uh, also, just make sure you have money to invest in yourself because you can't sit there and make music. Well, I mean, cause I can't say that because this is free. So on certain things, if you find certain connections, you can find stuff for free. But always have money for backup for yourself to promote yourself in case you don't find nothing for free. Just let me say it that way. But um, just have money for yourself because there is people that shoot videos. Like I said, unless you got a friend that will do it for 10 15 50 bucks or whatever. But people do shoot videos, charge you, flyers cost, getting pictures done cost, uh, Twitter cost if you want to get promoted on Twitter. Um Everything costs. So, I mean, kind of like I said, you just can't sit there and not take advantage of your opportunity when you got to take the opportunity to yourself and go get it. Um, and that's, I mean, short and simple, I guess. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like you do everything short and simple. Is that, is that, like, I mean, let's just I mean, get I to the point, let's just, get it yeah, done. I mean, I can't help it. Yeah, I mean, I can't help it. That's a, you know? Because so, everything, everything that's happened in this world to me, I mean, I just, you know, I'm just, ready to get it all over with and just, you know, continue doing my... That's good. That's good. And you're so grounded, and please stay that way where, wherever you go because I, I see you moving on and going on into bigger things. And um, and um, I'm sending you my blessings along the way that you stay grounded and, you know, keep your head in the right place to keep those blessings coming towards you at all Thank times. You. So... So, but we're going to take a break, um, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the less uh, popular sides of uh, hip-hop rap, see what you have to say about it right now. I'm going to okay. have Sweetie, Sweetie Pie put on Steve Hester when the whistle blows off of his uh, new CD live at Juana's. I think I said her name wrong. <laughs> Juanita's, live at Juanita's. Go ahead, Sweetie Pie, take it away. Shout out to the hundreds. <laughs> Like a freight train, baby Rolling down the track Like a freight train, baby Rolling down the track With no whistle blow I ain't coming back
Because I like that uh, retro um, sound to it, like uh, Shaggy. On, um, um, what's the, <laughs> I can't even remember the name of those uh, with Dr. Evil and stuff like that. It's got kind of that beat, so I like that. I am online live <laughs> yeah, with uh, Steven Steck, That Boy Clipper. We're having some fun here on the uh, in the studio. And uh, we were going to skip. DJ Cardinal needs to hurry up. <laughs> we are waiting for uh, a friend of his, DJ Cardinal. He's going to call in and join us, too, on, on the conversation here, having some fun on um, a Monday afternoon. And we're gonna, I'm going to switch it over a little bit. And I think, here, wait a minute, I think we got DJ Cardinal coming on here. Uh-oh. We think we got DJ Cardinal, okay. Hello? Okay. Hello? Hello? Is this oh. DJ Cardinal? What's up, what's up? What's up? Hey, how you what's doing? DJ Cardinal? I'm doing yeah. fantastic. Today's been uh, an incredible day, so I don't know. Every day is incredible. Uh, new, oppor- new opportunities every day. I'm blessed. 
That's right. We all are. We all are. Welcome to the on-air party, because right now it seems like a party here. <laughs> all right. Hey, man, hey, honestly, a party. Hey, honestly, it's a party every day. My <laughs> DJ is my neighbor, so okay. we're always together almost every day. Well, no, just about every day. I want to say almost. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. People are listening. DJ Cardinal. Okay. Um, well, as far as music goes, I got uh, the opportunity to start blogging when I was a freshman in college, or after that, so I was like 19, and then within, I don't know, six months to a year, I did some work for Cinematic Music Group and the Smokers Club Tour under Johnny Shipes, so that was Big Crit, Joey Badass, Smoke Dizza. And that was a big opportunity, but then there's a little low point in my life where I took some time to get my personal life straight. Um, And then me, myself, I've been DJing since freshman year of college, so I've been DJing for three years now. I've done just a little time stuff. Um, And then this past year, I was at Purdue and uh, give a big shout out to my Aloha Gang family. They are a music collective, record label, and they have uh, two of my good buddies, Alex and Adam. They go by Rage Logic. So I'm more into, as far as DJing, the EDM, ATL, Southern Hip Hop, Trap uh, stuff. And then. Uh, other than that, I went by DJ Trainwreck just because I was at Purdue, and then I just kind of took it, looked at the bigger picture, and then I was like, well, I'm from Indiana, so that's the state for Well, when Indiana, so baby, all day. Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> and then now I'm working um, um, working with a producer out of Chicago. Uh, I'm blogging for DJZ.com uh, out of Cali. And then just looking to do everything myself as far as production. Um, I'm working on a track. If you guys want to go check it out, soundcloud.com slash DJ Cardinal Music. It's a little work in progress thing. And then um, I'd really love to get into ghostwriting. I don't like hearing my voice on a microphone if I'm rapping. I think a lot of people go through that just getting comfortable with your sound. Yes, um, I do, then, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. I'm like, oh, that's, wait, that's what people yes. want to sound like? That's pretty weird. But uh, yeah. And then another artist out of Fort Wayne, uh, T. Selly, he's from P- Pittsburgh. He's like 35. Uh, so Fort Wayne, other than this guy, Nizzy Nice, he's doing a big, he's done South by Southwest. Like, there's the spots open for somebody to, come up next and that's all like Steven and I and uh that's why I started Track Shark to have some sort of like in house uh studio to work with. So if you guys want to go check out Track Sharks if you haven't already, uh Instagram well not Instagram, sorry, Twitter and then we'll get the websites going. So Track underscore sharks and shout out to Soldier Boy for following Track Sharks. That's crazy too. I'm not I'm I doubt any of them S O D money gang listening, but shout out to them for following us. <laughs> uh that's a big step too, because that's making noise on Twitter. Um yeah. He 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 talks so fast. I could see why you rapping. 
Yeah. I mean, it's I hard, like uh, but yeah, rap, man, I talk too fast, though. I talk too fast. <laughs> I can see why you rapping. So, um, so uh, DJ Cardinal, what, uh, what got you into DJing? You just decided well, the funny to... thing is, it's honestly, like, I've had a whole bunch of stuff happen lately. Like, it feels like in the past six months, like, in a, a whole year has gone on. Um, my father, um, shout out to Dougie Fresh. No, my dad's name is Doug. And my real, my first name is Colin. But uh, he went to broadcasting school when he was my age. And I just kind of, I don't know, I guess I found music, but music found me. Mm-hmm. And then it was getting a DJ controller equipment and being like, oh, I'm really out here. Like, I know what I'm doing. And then, like, no. <laughs> didn't know how to beat match or anything like that so then I took a long mm-hmm. hiatus from music and did some soul searching worked at an awesome summer camp with some medically ill children then mm-hmm. came back to Purdue this year and uh, started killing it and then I haven't had DJ equipment for about I don't know four or five months so it's just the whole listening like seeing actually looking up to people in the DJ game because it takes a long time to master the whole 10,000 mm-hmm. hours until you're a master, but mm-hmm. everything will work out. So it we're takes just a long time, to, a lot of work. It's something like me and Lena were talking about earlier. It takes a lot of work. you got to take the opportunities, and if you leave them behind, then you're going to end up grounded or left behind. Either way. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember just probably like two weeks ago, there was like, as far as music, it's just little discouragement period. I was like, I'm ready to quit. I don't need music. I was a business student. I can make... <laughs> Stupid money, but music is my passion. And the thing, I was like, you know, I'm just getting started. This is the come up. Like, everybody's got to go through those periods where yeah. they want to quit. And yeah. most, I mean, some do. And some do, but the, it's the ones who stick with it and pursue it throughout life. Like, I don't really care if I make money off music. Like, it's just an outlet. So all the pain, struggle, and whatnot, that's pretty much what all artists finally realized. I mean, it took me spending time. Spent, uh, spending time locked up to actually take my art and music seriously. Mm-hmm. So I'm fortunate. Like, it's all part of God's plan at this point. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. There's so there's so much to say, but just hey. stay tuned for what's coming up next. <laughs> um, it's kind of up in the air as far as what and me and uh, Clippa have going. So everybody out there, just stay in tune and. I don't know. We'll be we'll hopefully mobile. Will be out. We'll, this will. This is the interview, and then we'll be out in the city we'll traveling. Find out hopefully after the summer's yeah. over, and then there yeah. you go. SoundCloud.com/slash/thatboyclipper. Just in case anybody don't know, SoundCloud.com/slash/thatboyclipper. All one word. Had to put that out yeah. there. You have to go after, and I think that, you know, you guys are going through something where now things are starting to move and you see yourself maybe going in different directions, not different directions, but may not seeing each other so much. But I think once you guys have your reunion, you see each other and you've got these successes up under your belt, it's going to be all good. So, and, oh, and yeah. as far even as, though, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I know, but even though, like, even if we do go on, on our own direction because he has his connections, I got mine, but we mix them and that's why everything is happening. But even if we do end up going our own direction, we always got contacts, emails, uh, cell phones, right. and I'm pretty sure about 
and then I'm pretty sure by uh, then I'm pretty sure we'll be able to uh, fly out vice versa, me to him, him to me, or whatever to work or whatnot. I mean, I mean, it'll never end regardless. Yeah, I mean, no, end. it wasn't. It wouldn't. And DJ uh, Cardinal, we all go through that. You know, every day mm-hmm. when uh, when I'm out on this uh, show trying to get uh, entrepreneurs, self-employed to come on to interview, to talk about themselves, to give themselves exposure. And, you know, and I have people who say Very they're going to email me or they're not, you know. I think, you know, I think to myself all the time, what am I doing? You know, there's <laughs> other things other things that I could be doing. You what know, I'm, doing? I'm college educated. I'm into technology. You know, why am I you know, why am I doing this? But there's a drive inside of you that keeps you going. There's something about it. There's a drive inside of you, and you have to quench that fire that's inside of you. And the only way you can do that is to pursue what it is that you're feeling, and you have to go for it. And, you know, so it's just, it's always just that passing feeling, you know, why am I doing this? Because we all come across things that just, you know, will make us say, is it even worth it? <laughs> and I think that right. anybody who is in entertainment business, who are self-employed, you know, I I do a lot of social networking with uh, Stage 32, and that's a, a social network that deals with actors and film producers and things of that sort. It might be something you guys might want to hook up. Just get your name in there in case you doing videos because it's a lot of different um, film producers and things of that sort in that. And you can get actors and, you know, people from your video, you know, to do things like that. So it's a a good site to a social networking site to hook yourself up with. But, you know, and um, I'm quite sure they go through all the time. Those are the starving. I call us the starving creatives because we're not making. Oh yeah. I feel like I went through, uh, I had probably like, like a couple of days after I got out of jail, um, uh, I opened up my mind and then I like opened up and cried to my mom and I was just like I just feel like a creative genius and nobody gets it yet and but <laughs> it'll it, it'll all work out and it'll all come together. One thing it's- before I go, I like to just if anybody out in VA is not already aware of Dizzy Ride and Funk Volume. I think they've pioneered the the way for positivity and independent music because uh, I got connected to his DJ, shout out DJ Fame, they're out of Vegas, and they stopped through Kokomo, which I couldn't go to, but just, mm-hmm. I don't know, Kid Cudi, like you said, pursue, Kid Cudi said it best, we're all on pursuits of happiness, like, That's it. you know, every day is a new day, and you just got to take things as they come, but the one thing, I mean, I hope to achieve from is doesn't, like, I've been through the ringer, and the saddest thing is to see people who make it, and then they just forget, like the people who helped them out when they, where they came from. When they're little, see, like we I'm about always that too. You can't forget where you came from. Yeah. Right. I'm always accessible. I mean, it went from class president, full ride scholarship to how this kid get locked up. What's he doing? So it's just you know all. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then as soon as I got home. Uh, Clipper was like, hang with me, man, hang with me, like, <laughs> and then look where we are today. And yeah, I got, where we are today, that's what I'm saying. I got a blessing in the mail, I got a refund check for over a $1,000, like, that didn't, I didn't even know how that came here, so, every 
everything will work out for me to get. I don't even have a smartphone right now. I have an Obama government phone. So like, <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that. The important thing is, as long as you're striving to do something positive in life, you know, blessings will come to you anyway. As long as you're not stepping on anybody's toes or breaking any commandments, mm-hmm. God's going to bless you. You know, I'm a right. strong believer in faith and, 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 and believe that God will will help you. God, I don't think he just put us all here and just mm-hmm. forgot about us. We all got to go through trials and tribulations. Look at what he yes, did to his own so. son, you know. And when, when, I, when, not, when things start, you know, not working out for me, like I fell and hurt my leg and, you know, I went through that little mad at myself thing and why me. And then when things like that happened to me, and I reference to Jesus Christ how they whipped him you know, what he went through, what God did to his own son. Now, if he'll do that to his own son to bring him mm-hmm. into his blessings, what what do you, what less do you think that he'll do for, for us? So when we go through these right. trials and tribulations, we just got to keep our head up, keep the faith and believe that, you know, there's a blessing behind it. Anytime controversy hits you and a lot of it's coming your way, you know what you say? You say, I must got a heck of a blessing coming. <laughs> right, right. All of this right. stuff, <laughs> of this stuff is like bombarding right me. Yeah, you know, that's so, you know. The hey, that right there me. is a baby T-shirt. Heck of a yeah. <laughs> so a baby it, T-shirt. It, yeah, it just, he wants to stop that. He wants to stop that blessing. I mean, he got you down. He got you in lock up and, you know, to make you think that you got wasn't nothing. Out. But you are something. You are something. And you're doing something positive with yourself and positive for other people too. So I think that's a well, blessing. Thank you very I, much. And I, I, I and I wish both of you guys the best of um um luck wherever you go and whatever you do. Hey, I will see great things happen. Well thank you so much for the opportunity. You. We really don't know where we'd be without you know, people like you and the, the Lena station. Jones is that girl, man. I met her through Twitter, <laughs> and then we started talking. She offered. She said, "She said you got to sign this." And then what? I think I had it sent in a couple of days, and then yeah, she was, he, was, he was on it. He was really and then on it. Also, er, earlier on in her show, when she was explaining her details and how to get a hold of her and stuff, she uh, said that um, to the artists that want to have their music on here, they send their music, but don't want to send the contract back. Well. Yeah, I mean, it only took me, like, 35 cents just to send the contract back. So if you ain't got, like I said, have money to invest in yourself. If you don't got 35 cents, then you probably ain't going to make it. You, I mean, it, it's, so, it's so simple to do. And I was blessed enough to have simple. a financial simple. backer to go ahead and support me, uh, support the show financially. You know, I am still looking for sponsors and things of that sort. So when you guys get big and want to do a commercial, look, look over here at oh, the yeah, um, sure. <laughs> look, sure. look my way. So we um definitely um gonna keep keep moving forward and I definitely want to uh stay in contact with you guys. Maybe have you guys on the forum because you know, that we talk about that's something I do once a month that I just started a new forum and every month we talk about different things. Maybe I can get you guys on there, get some insight. You know, get let yeah, the people yeah. see just how real you are. There's Something behind us more than what we represent. Yeah, me, because me, because I mean, I am not really after the fame and the money. Like, I'm after what comes with the fame and money, like the work you put in to get it and the work you can help Mm -hmm. with other people, like to talk Mm -hmm. about things, figure out things. There's people starving. Mm -hmm. There's people that don't got diapers. People don't got milk. You know, there is other things rather than going out and spending uh, 
dang near a million dollars on a car when you can dang near help out half of the world with that million dollars. So it's a, a philanthropist. It's a it's a new generation. I I believe that, and what I'm from what I'm seeing, there's a new generation of younger people that are coming up that all the fame and all the fortunes, the plush cars, and all of that sort of stuff is not going to be a top priority on their list. And I I see that oh, right. happening, you know, and and where they they caring they're caring more about the people so much that record sales. Some people just forget who made them where they are. And, you know, sometimes I just get a little bit bothered. You know, I don't have, you know, not knocking the stars or anything, so don't send me no complaints. I'm not knocking anyone. Right. I'm just saying that I don't believe in sitting down, supporting and watching shows where people are got millions of dollars and, and looking at their big homes and mansion, and I'm sitting here Looking at how am I going to pay my mortgage <laughs> next month? Oh, you know, all night, all night. You know, Damn. I put they are rich for nothing. Rich for nothing. Rich for nothing. Yeah, you know, but what yeah. good is it helping me? What? How is that helping me to get? You know, where I need to be. Even if I wanted to contact that person and say, "Hey, could you help me out?" I couldn't contact them. Can't touch them. <laughs> so, I don't. I don't ever want to be. Untouchable. I always want to be blessed to where I'm comfortable enough to live every day and to give back and help the people around me. So that's Definitely. just my little spill. That's my Definitely. little spill on life. So, but um, I want to ask you two a question, okay, before we, you know, get off. What do you think about this derogatory uh, message that goes out in hip-hop rap for women? Um. Me, that's, a, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> all right, Cardinal, you're going to go first then. Go ahead. All right, well, um, because that's deep, though. That's deep. I, myself, I see, doesn't matter who it is, white men, black men, blue, green, whatever, I see males disrespecting females, and I really would love to speak for the women. I, myself, make... Uh, bracelets and have non a non for profit idea to give back to kids. Back yesterday I was in Indy for this conference for this nutritional wellness company, Vima, and they uh they started a lady boss revolution. Like I don't know if I could ever settle down with a woman who is comfortable cooking, cleaning and doing that. I would love a go getter. I call them power women. Somebody who doesn't need a man to necessarily make them pass. So the whole ideology and, you know, stereotypes of men are the breadwinners and women are at home, like, shoot, flip-flop to where I got a, you know, shoddy with a million dollars and my bank account's small, so I'm at the crib. Like, that, that humble me. I would love women to keep, you know, don't listen to the media, don't listen to whoever, you know, the whole model, skinny, thick women are beautiful, all women are beautiful, every man should tell a woman that they're beautiful instead of breaking them down and making them feel like nothing. So, I mean, the rappers who rap about it, like, that's probably just what they've gone through in their personal life, but every woman doesn't have to interpret the message the same way to make them feel less of a woman. They could be empowered by 
you know, something else. So, I mean, if the women don't like the rap that they're listening to, then let's miss some Keisha Coles or some Alicia Keys. <laughs> they're all women out there. Like, and then, and then, and like me on my view, though, because, I mean, because those are the kind of songs that sell with me, because that's what, I mean, I'm not sure if this is the right thing to say, but, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of money made in strip clubs, so... I mean, they don't, I mean, nobody wants to go to a strip club and not hear nothing about these girls that are giving off their body anyway. So that's where, the, see, but that's where, I, I don't want to say a devil takes over, but that's where temptation takes over and people feed into those kind of songs, and that is what sells. I mean, you can't really knock them for it selling, but you can knock them for what they're saying, but the women that are doing it and helping them sell it, that's not really helping it. So it's a women's job to make sure that they give no reason for men to be able to be, like that, you know, because women like that give the kind of signal to be able to do stuff like that. Because that's trashy and that's dirty, and a man making a song about a female being the B word or or trashy or whatever that is his doing because of what she's doing. That's just my view on it, though. That's the personal experience, and you know. And then I guess this is kind of a little side, and I don't know if he had talked about it before. But uh, him and I and two other homies, we got the 100 emojis added on us, and that's kind of how I feel about our generation is we have a lot of people who want to see this get together, like the 100s or the zeros, and then I feel like we have a lot of people who don't really uh, have the driving motivation, so we're just trying to build a movement, you know, full throttle, the 100 or nothing to the max. So. 100 or nothing. Definitely, definitely. We find out more about the things that you guys are into. Um, I was telling um Stephen that we um I'm gonna get together collaborating with um DJ Brahma Bull. Oh and yeah. We're gonna do something. Um, we're gonna do a show. Um, I'm not sure if it's gonna be on a Monday or another day of the week. Uh, where we're just dedicating that time to indie artists. You know, find out about other things that you guys are doing, putting yourselves out there and stuff like that. Because I think that um. Um, I get the most uh, positive feedback from the indie artists in music. Uh, unfortunately, more than I get from those out there that's looking to be self-employed and entrepreneurs, and there's constantly people out there trying to be self-employed and entrepreneurs. You know, so that's why I understand why the feedback is not more positive or more strong in that area. But I, you know, we're going to do something with uh, music collaborations and. You know, all of you guys are welcome to call in at any time on the show and just say, hey, what's up? Or if you even heard an artist, you know, uh, to do that. So that was something um, coming up. But I, I want to read this that I I was um, cruising through the Internet, and it says uh, four reasons why, unfortunately, degrading women make hip-hop rap songs. Okay, and the first one says uh, male dominant. This is... This is all a game of bitches and hoes. The music industry seemingly, um, um, it can't be argued, spins into queens, but keeps into unity, and it goes like that. Uh, you're not a bitch or a hoe into often questioning females who object themselves with separating questions. Are you a bitch? Are you a hoe? Um, if not, we're not talking to you. So they're saying that the male dominance of the rap music um is what uh, is what makes them degrade them, degrade uh, women to sell the song. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any? Uh, I mean, on that though, like I mean, like because the artist also makes songs of what he does and stuff. I mean, 
So if the artist is out here having sex with 10, 20 girls, of course you're going to call everyone a bitch and a hoe. I mean, because that's the way they're acting. They ain't trying to take him serious, so of course you're going to keep doing that. But that's the way artists work. I mean, there's a lot of artists out here that have songs degrading women. I mean, it's probably about 90% of them. So that's just something that will probably never change in hip-hop, though. And, and that's true. That's true. And like this one says, per- perpetuating that women already think of themselves, what women already think of themselves draws them into the music. So, I mean, and, and it's true. I mean, because we, you know, we as women look for bigger breasts and uh, bigger boobs and, and, and all that sort of stuff to, to sell and make ourselves popular. So, you know, we, we have California right. surgery, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah right. But also, kind of like the woman should know that she don't need a man to try and be a woman, that she's her own person. So when she finds the right man, cool, but don't go and be the B-word or a hoe to give him a reason to do something like that. Because women can be just as dominant as men. Because I know a lot of single moms, unfortunately, because of what they did with, like, the dude that's probably calling her a bitch and blah, blah. But... But there's a lot of women out here that have jobs and stuff that can have a strong backbone and that they can hold hold their own. But as long as men are going to be disrespectful and childish, I mean, yeah. I mean, and that I, is, I mean. And it says, uh, sexy always wins. So there's a sexy is always a seller. And, you know, I think that's going to be that way until the end of the earth. You know, because as much as, you know, society may want to get out of it, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. I just, I think it's just a matter of of the woman putting themselves in that position. Like, it's not okay with my girlfriends to call me a bitch. Excuse my expression, but it's not. You know, I'm not one that's big on profanity, but it's not okay. For you to say, bitch, you crazy? No, that's not okay with me. That's not. And see, I think that a part of that starts right there is, you know, the slang, the common everyday talk that we uh-huh. at one point did was, you know, um, fighting words or, you know, standoffish. We've accepted as women. It's okay to call me that. And <laughs> but, you know, I think that it's. Women have to stand up and say, this is not okay. You know, I'm glad, I don't... Well, I'm glad you have the respect for yourself enough for you to, like, tell your friends. Because once you, if you let it happen, you don't say anything, then, of course, it's going to just pass by. And then once you mm-hmm. give them the pass, then they'll just use it freely. But if you say, like, hey, this is my moral and ethics code. Like, I don't go by that. So if yeah. you don't respect it, then get kicked, not get kicked to the curb, but find somebody else who will actually respect it. It makes me yeah. happy to hear that there are, like, well, you and I'm sure there definitely are out there. Like, you know, the the more women that adopt that same mentality and don't have to, I don't even know, feel degraded or like that. But yeah. it, men, are so, men are so different because we just say it without, like, amongst us and then, then we just say it to a woman and it's just like the, it's what they're used to hearing, so they get it. But, like, I don't know. It's going to take time before the whole ideology of that goes out. But I can't even figure out when it became acceptable. Because at one point, <laughs> at one point, it wasn't I don't think it's become acceptable. Everybody just lets it go by because it's so such common 
conversation these days. It's not acceptable, but people, ex- yeah, just like, I mean, me, myself, I'm white too, but just, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy, but. You know, I just think that um, um, while we were supposed to have one of the organizations that um, a nonprofit organization on today, um, she wasn't able to make it through a a family emergency, but one of the main purposes is the labeling of women, you know. And uh, it would have been interesting to, you know, hear her perspective on the whole thing, especially talking with two, uh, a DJ and someone that is into hip-hop rap, but unfortunately um, that wasn't, um, we weren't able to do that today. But um, um, the, the the thing about it is that I, I, I don't understand when it became accept, acceptable, why we still accepting it um, as, as what it is. You know, it's okay to uh, cuss me out and call me all types of bees and, and, and hoes, and I got a like I got a uh, a song from uh, someone who wanted me to put their music on, and soon as I played the song, first thing he was talking about was the bee sucking his d. Okay, so that's not. I mean, <laughs> and all through the song, I'm like, well, even if he if he cleaned that up, he's the only thing we're gonna hear is a. A-I-O. Like every other word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yes. It's not even cleanable, you know, and it's like that's not what I'm trying to present. You know, I want to expose hip-hop because I love hip-hop. I I grew up with hip-hop. I grew up with rap. I grew up with R&B and and all that uh, type of things, and I want to expose that, and it doesn't matter who you are or what race creed of color you are, if you got a good sound, you just got a good sound. You know, I mean, um, just like with uh, Clipper, he sent me his track, and I liked it. It was good. And I said, could you clean it up for me? No problem. And he cleaned it up for me. And, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, and then, and it was catchy. But if you're cussing every single other word, then that's impossible to clean up. You can't clean <laughs> You can't clean that up. And, um, right. and that's that's. <laughs> And it sells, it, it and it's just okay. And that I just, you know, I think a part of me just don't, doesn't understand um, why why is it so acceptable to us. And just like you said, you want a woman that can go out and make her own money. And I'm quite sure you have your standards on how that woman is going to make their own money. That um, money, because so. most women <laughs> will do the stripping to make money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I yeah. mean, it's, you know, because they are way too lazy because they're always dependent on a man for that job and that money, so they go and do dumb stuff. I mean, I'm not degrading women, but that's, but that's what they do, though. No, that's it's true. Do. Speak your mind. Yeah, it's a, what it, it is what it is. You know, and if that, some women feel like that's, that's all they have. The yeah, some yeah. some women feel like that's it. That's all they have is their body. They they have nothing else. That's because they don't have the, they don't want to pursue anything else. You have to. You have to want to pursue anything else and something else, and you have to also uh, realize, you know, how much is enough? Because, you know, they have college, people in college that are stripping to pay their way through college. Now, they don't have to strip, but these people love money. They love money. No. I personally. <laughs> no, because around here they say, oh, I'm just going to strip through college, but they end up stripping until they're about 45. That's it. 
Because uh-huh. of the money. They get sucked well, in. Welcome to Fort Wayne, Indiana, where you drive through and we don't have much <laughs> like business or commerce, place. but you go down the main strip out north and but strip club, strip club, strip club, strip club, strip club. Like We have a big city. We got over 200,000 people in our city just in wow. Fort Wayne alone. That's three, 300,000. Probably by now, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, they get sucked in. It gets uh, it, right. it gets sucked into the money. I don't mind helping helping my husband. I don't mind pay, helping pay the bills and 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 do all that. It's like my on uh, my last week's show. I said I'm not, I don't want to wear the pants. It's too much of a headache. <laughs> <laughs> you know because you you're the one that's got to keep it all. I don't mind helping you, giving you the money to help you keep it all together, but ask me to take it all over. I don't want to, and that's just. And, you know, that's just me. Maybe I have uh, old-fashioned tendencies, but I love being that's treated okay. like a woman. Yeah, I love treating like a woman. Yeah, I love being a woman. I love being treated like a female. I love getting my door open. I love, you it's know, little, little things. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, the degrading thing, I just I just can't get into because, you, you know, I, my feelings are hurt. Don't bring that out in me. <laughs> so. Oh wait! Do you know? Do you know the rapper? You know rapper Kevin Gates? Uh, Kevin Gates? No. Okay, he's uh he's out of the south, and it's funny because him and I have a lot of the same life experiences, and he's like, uh, whenever he talks about women, he's like, uh, don't he's like, don't hurt my feelings. We're supposed to be in love, like, <laughs> and even oh, I I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a sensitive man. I. If anybody out there has ever watched the Jimmy V speech, if you think, laugh, and cry every day, you'll have a full day. So there's one of my best friends who took his own life just because he was ready to go. And there's all these past grievances that haven't been dealt with. But, wow. you know, it'll all, it'll all come out. So I want to say thank you for my time. I got to I gotta get going and get me a okay. camera so we can book this photo shoot. So I appreciate okay. you letting me on the air because I didn't even think this would happen. So. Thank you. No problem. Do you have any plugs you want to go ahead and put out there before you go? Any more plugs? I don't know. You can go ahead. I got SoundCloud. You can follow Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, photos on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And then also with uh, the EDM thing, follow me on Instagram at the Candy God, T-H-E-K-A-N-D-I, God. Um, that's a whole conversation for another time because that's okay. uh, that's the counterculture Woodstock generation that'll yeah plur I call myself the plur god it's peace love unity and respect and you trade mm-hmm. bracelets it doesn't I love collaborations and not worrying about money because everybody's well like, do you got money for a song it's like why can't we just work together and see where the song takes us instead of worrying about the money but. Oh well. Okay. Well, stay in contact with me, uh, DJ Cardinal. I will, Let me know definitely. what you're doing, and you'll we'll um, get together, and I'll let you know about the collaboration with uh, me and DJ Brahma coming up. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your time. You have a good rest of the day, sweetie. You welcome. Okay. And um, uh, Stephen, you still here? Yes. Okay. And I know I've held up most of your afternoon for you and I've gotten you talking about all different types of stuff, but uh-huh. I so <laughs> I so appreciate That's the your, point That's the point Yeah. <laughs> I so appreciated your time and you bringing your friend on to, you know, 
to uh, get his input, and uh sounds like you guys have a lot of fun together. Um, so, and I'm, I will look forward to your next uh, song that you send to me <laughs> whenever it's yep. ready. And um, I do have, so I do have another, uh, I do have some more songs if you want me to send them to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, you, just, you know, yeah, you can just uh, send them uh, <laughs> to my email. Yeah. You could, yeah, just. You know, tweak them to say, you know, whatever. Now that you have a, yeah, uh, yeah. now that I know that you have a sensitive side, these songs were more on the sensitive side. <laughs> and uh, I said, I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, I said, well, I don't know That's if fun. I want to send him these. I said, I don't know if he wanted, if this is something that he'd be oh, into. Oh, you're a I would delete So, but I just sent you one. One of them is it's called Wifey. <laughs> Wifey? Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, I mean, that sounds kind of catchy. Wifey. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, that, I mean, good. yeah. It's it's called Wifey. So you know, I just send that one to you. Send it out to you. And yeah, um, sure. I I want you to go ahead and give your plugs and your whatever you want to give right now, so I could uh, release you and you can get back to what you've been doing for the day. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um. Follow me on Twitter at that underscore boy underscore clipper, uh, soundcloud.com slash thatboyclipper, all one word, Instagram, thatboyclipper, all one word. Um, everything's plain and simple. You can Google that boy clipper. Everything pop up you probably want to know, maybe. Um, uh, other than that, you can find me on Facebook. Like I said, Steven space thatboy, one word, space clipper. Um, shout out to the 100 um, shout out to everybody on Facebook again, man. Shout out because they've been showing a lot of love during this process stuff. Everything I've been doing with my songs and every post I post, they're always showing love and sharing it and commenting and, um, you know, and yeah, other than that, I do appreciate your time though. Okay. And, uh, you said you have an album dropping on the 15th of August? No, it's, no, it'll be August, uh, August 21st. August 21st. All right, that was my interview with Stephen Steck, a.k.a. That Boy Clipper. If you're on Twitter, I guess you've seen I've been on his photos video page, checking out some of his pictures there, some cute shots. Um, You should check it out. Go to his, visit him on Twitter at That Boy Clipper, underscore under both that and boy. And you'll see some nice pictures of him and his kid and him just kind of hanging out the places he kind of, chill at and um, retweet some stuff. Retweet some pictures if you like it. That was um, a very interesting, very nice um, interview with with uh, Clippa and his buddy, DJ Cardinal. Shouts out to both of them. Okay, now we are going to continue. We only have a few minutes left of the show, and I do have to get to one more song before this whole show is over. And I want to, let's see, what is that? I want to go ahead and play Jimmy Pack. I'm sorry, I ate. I ate during the interview. And, you know, when you eat, you get sleepy-itis. And that's what I got. And especially because it's cold, that's not helping at all. I have too much to do to go to sleep. So let's go ahead and take it away. We're going to hear from Jimmy Pack with Whiskey Train. Go ahead, sweetie pie, take it away.
I just <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for listening to the show. Please join me next Monday on um, in the studio when my guest will be. Uh, I think yes, so. I have a guest coming on on Monday. <laughs> so please join me next week when my guest I will have Mike Sutton, a businessman out here. He has business, and we will. You'll see my advertisement going up. Have a fun and safe week, and I will see you in the social networks. Jimmy Pax, take it away. Get dream.